This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 29th, 1929. Black Tuesday. The stock market crash. The roaring 20s are over. Here comes the Great Depression. It didn't come out of nowhere. The stock market had peaked in August when a period of speculation had driven prices to record levels. But the market had been cooling off since then. Conditions were ripe for the bubble to burst. Unemployment was up. Production was down. Overproduction of wheat had led to a collapse in agricultural prices. Banks were overextended on loans, and so were consumers. They'd taken advantage of easy credit to borrow money. And they'd used that money to buy stocks as the market zoomed upward, based on the speculative buys of rich investors. In late September, the London Stock Exchange crashed amid a fraud scandal. There was a big price drop on October 18th, and then a panic on the 24th. Nearly 12.9 million shares changed hands on the New York Stock Exchange, a record, and the market lost 11% of its value. It was known as Black Thursday. Some banks and investment houses bought up big blocks of shares on Friday to create a rally, but the freefall began again on Monday the 28th, Black Monday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by 13%, and then Black Tuesday. 16.4 million shares were traded, obliterating the five-day-old record. The new record would stand until 1968. The Dow lost another 12% of its value. Big investors bought up big blocks of stocks late in the day to stop the freefall, the same tactic they'd used each of the last few days, but the die was cast. There were brief rallies here and there, but the market continued to slide for three years as the nation sank into the Great Depression. At its nadir in 1932, the New York Stock Exchange had lost 89% of its value from 1929. Coverage of Black Tuesday in the Chronicle focused on that rally late in the day. There was a lot of talk about U.S. Steel and other big companies buying stock and easing the downturn. Rally halts crash in stocks, reads one headline. A sidebar story covered Montgomery Street in San Francisco the Wall Street of the West, where workers on the San Francisco Stock Exchange and in various brokerages and clearinghouses had to work overtime to keep up with the massive volume of trading. Financial district cafes and restaurants that were normally open only for breakfast and lunch stayed open for dinner and even later. Groups of men could be seen falling asleep over their coffee, exhausted from their work. People crowded around the tote boards to follow the falling prices, And while the cops were on hand in the event of any panic, they ended up merely directing traffic. The crowds were good-natured, more inclined to twit each other about losses than to moan, the Chronicle reported. As the giant of the local exchange, Transamerica, sagged to an unbelievably low level, 
the only comments were jokes and wry smiles. Never mind, said one investor. We'll get it all back. Well, not so fast. The New York Stock Exchange wouldn't return to the prices from the 1929 peak until 1954. Julius Klein, the Assistant Secretary of Commerce, made a speech on the radio. He said that regardless of regrettable speculative uncertainties, the industrial and commercial structure of the nation is sound. But it wasn't. Historians argue about whether the stock market crash was a cause of the Great Depression or a symptom of it. What followed were bankruptcies, severe unemployment, bank failures. Worldwide gross domestic product fell 15% in the three years following Black Tuesday. In the Great Recession of 2008, worldwide gross domestic product fell 1%. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.